What is up? My name is Chad Brock. And I'm Zach Bailiff. Welcome to the Orion Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Show number one, the Orion Podcast. What could we be having a podcast about? Surely we're going to sit here and talk for an hour about coolers, right? No, no, yeah. not at all. We can't do that. So, so uh, the Orion Podcast is going to be—it's going to be different. Um, Zach and I, to tell you a little bit about us, uh, we're both into a lot of various outdoor activities. Um, it's, it's not really just one. We, we enjoy all things, everything from running cameras to riding dirt bikes to I just so many different things. I mean, we've, it's kind of something that we've both grown up doing. Um, and, and we're interested in, in everything from hearing from whitewater kayakers to base jumpers really i mean i don't outdoor photographers yeah mountain climbers yeah just all of it so welcome to the orion podcast um it's gonna be a little bit different and we hope you guys enjoy it uh we've got some special guests lined up we've got uh we've got a few scheduled out ahead and we are ready to do this thing so without further ado i give you guest number one to the orion podcast Everybody, let's get a big warm welcome for the one, the only camper man, Jason Cassidy. (laughs) (laughs) Zach's going to take that button away from me real quick. Yeah, I'm going to reach around there and grab it. Yeah. That's what happens when you move to Pennsylvania. You can't get to me anymore. (laughs) I know. I can't can't discipline you and rein you in when I need to. How are we doing, Jason? Oh man, I am doing fantastic. How are you guys doing tonight? All doing hanging good. in there. Doing good. <laughs> I love the button and I love the intro, man. You're talking about uh having a different show and I'm the first guest and I am I am definitely different. So I appreciate that very much. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've known you for a little bit. Zach's just got to meet you here in the last couple of days when we've had a few conversations, but um uh, many we go back a little bit. We've we've hung out a few times, fished a little bit here and there. Yeah. Um, but man, you're since we since we've seen each other last, man, your story's changing. I mean, you've got you've got a lot going on. Um, you're out there this summer. You're you're fishing the BOS tour. You're fishing the uh, some of the Bass Nation stuff. 
But at the end of the day, the story's bigger than that because, I mean, you've sold the house, give up the dog, and well, you haven't give up the dogs, but you give up <laughs> the kids, and you you have moved into the camper full time, full time, and yeah. taken a big, big leak of faith into into the fishing tournament game. Right on, yeah, and it, that's exactly what it is. It's um, it's definitely a, a leap of faith for sure. Um, well, I definitely didn't give up my dog. She's, she's over here trying to eat this bone while we're trying to do this podcast. Um, yeah, we sold the house, man. We, we, we sold it. The kids are older. Uh, my, my baby is a senior in high school. Um, Nicole's youngest daughter, um, she'll be a senior next year. So it's, it's right at that tipping point to where, you know, the kid, the kids are almost, self-sustainable at this this age of the game and um we're at a point in our life where we just said the heck with it let's let's go uh nicole my girlfriend she really pushes me to pursue my dreams um and this leap of faith you know came with a you know no pun intended but a shove in the back uh she she pushed me and um i said all right let's go and that's what we did. So we sold the house. We bought a camper. Actually, we've got two. Uh, we've got one back home in Indy. And uh, we've got a toy hauler that holds the uh, Jackson kayaks and the dogs and everything else we need to get around the country in. And this is our, our travel unit for this year. And then we have a, uh, a larger um, destination camper when we get back home. So Right on, right on man. So let's let's back up just a little bit. Let's back it. Just let's hold the train. I mean, how did we get here, man? How did <laughs> how did Jason Cassidy go from mild mannered Hoosier? I don't know that there's any of us mild mannered in Indiana. Hoosier <laughs> hospitality is not it's not a real thing. Um, but um, not today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, how did how did this start, man? Where did where where did fishing first you know resonate for you i mean i mean oddly enough it really started at my grandparents house every every saturday every saturday we'd go to grandma and grandpa's house it's just what we did um you know my cousins and obviously my aunts and uncles everybody would meet up at grandma's house um and i'd sit down with grandma and she liked to watch the pba uh, she she bowled in two leagues up until she was 94. I mean, so she was diehard into her, her bowling. But just before bowling would come on, there's these little two little shows, Jimmy Houston and Bill Dance Outdoors. Maybe you guys have heard of them. Um, a little bit. Once or twice I've heard of Bill Dance. <laughs> so she would let me watch these shows, and I, mean, I was I was hooked. I was like, man, these guys are – that's awesome. I I, I've got to do this. I, I need to go fishing by any means necessary. That's what I want to do. Whatever they're doing, I want to do that. And um, so I I literally got on my bicycle. It's a $80 Huffy I bought when I was eight years old from Kmart. Strapped on a Zepco and a piece of bread and a couple, you know, number two little bait hooks. And I went down to the creek at Beach Grove Park and that catching creek chubs and little sunfish and stuff. And I, I put on my own little mock TV show 
right there on the banks of Lick Creek and Beach Grove Park. And um, it was awesome. And I, I knew right then at nine years old, that's what I wanted to do as a, as a job. You know, that was my nine to five. I wanted to be a professional fisherman by any means necessary. And, you know, life happened and <laughs> like, like for most of us, you know, dreams just stay that, you know, they stay dreams. Right um, on. But eventually, you know, things are starting to look that way. But that's definitely where it started. Cool. Yeah, you know, man, I mean, that's that's something it seems like, you know, for a lot of guys anyway, when they're looking at, it, you know, a, a really large barrier to entry when it comes to, you know, tournament fishing professionally. Um, you know, like you said, you had to sell the house, get a couple campers, you know, the truck to pull them. You know, it's not small by in expense by any, you know, by any means. So, right. you know, selling the house definitely took a burden off you guys. But I'm sure... Uh, you know, I'm sure there were some hurdles for you guys going into that. So, oh yeah, yeah. And there's, it's it's not all you know, cake and ice cream. Um, it, it that vacation that you go on, go camping or whatnot. You know, a week or two out of a year. It's pretty much s'mores and hot dogs, and it's awesome, right? Well, when it's sunrise to sunset and everything in between it there's there's definitely some roadblocks you're going to run into um yeah you don't have that mortgage you're carrying anymore but heck, we stayed at a place in bloomington and it was 900 dollars a month for a concrete pad and wow. you had to pay electricity on top of that so you might have got rid of your mortgage payment but daggum <laughs> yes yeah. places that are, is that is a mortgage payment i yeah. guarantee it some of these places are really expensive to stay. Um, and that's something that a lot of people don't think about when they, they get into this. And uh, Zach, you mentioned, you talking about the, I got a truck to pull it. <laughs> I tell you, I get 21, 22 miles a gallon with that GMC Sierra out there when she ain't pulling nothing. Right. But when the camper's on there, <laughs> six to seven miles per gallon, uh-huh. Uh, when you drive from Indianapolis down to Toledo Bend, I can tell you right now that's about a five hundred dollar bill. Yes, yep. sir. One way. So, you know, I, I don't want to shy, you know, steer anybody away from trying this out and doing it, but you're you're gonna have some costs. It it's not uh camper life is not not free life <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean the, the devil's in the details, you know. It's, oh, yeah. it's it's not vacation, even though you ain't got a yard to mow. There's, you know, there's things you've got to, got to get doing, and just to keep the world going for you guys. Yeah. Now, now talking about uh, talking about kayak fishing, you know, you're you've, you're taking this leap of faith, but you're doing it specifically with kayak fishing. Yes. Why yeah. Why did you choose the path of kayak fishing over jumping in, getting your feet wet, fishing the Bassmaster Open Series, and, and trying to go that route with the dream but what what brought you here to to fish kayaks well it it's twofold you know chuck Wooler, two and two a i'm cheap and nicole can attest to this most of my family and friends can attest to this i'm i'm cheap so when i first saw the kayak game i i was introduced to kayak fishing on youtube with chad hoover and i was like man that's a pretty cool rig you know you can go into some different spots 
and the affordability aspect of it really caught my attention. You know, it, it, it was definitely like, Ooh, I can do this and they're going to do tournaments and it's a lot more affordable than a 70, 80, $90,000 fiberglass glitter boat. You know what I mean? All that money you save on fiberglass, you can put in the gas tank of the truck. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it doesn't take gas either, you know, it's fantastic. Right. And when I got into the kayak and got a little comfortable, you know, I was like everybody else. So I'd flip it over, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what everybody says. I'd dump it. Once I got comfortable in the kayak, I found a kayak that worked for me. I really, truly enjoy it way more than I did when I was in a bass boat. Um, and, and Chad, I'm, I'm sure you can attest to this too. There's just a different feeling when you're sitting on the water. It's just you and your Tupperware out there. And it, it's, it's addicting. It, it's just a, a whole new level of feeling when you're out on the water. Um, and that's why I went kayak before. Yeah, and, and, you know, Jason, I think for, for me and Zach, and we can agree with that wholeheartedly, uh, what drew Zach and I to ever jump in a kayak in the first place was the adventure of it. Um, we just, we were well, always that... fish in different ways. We wanted to literally go out and catch a bass any possible way that we could. And, and that's kind of how we ended up here. Well, we tended to put the John boat in places the John boat wasn't intended to go. So a kayak just made a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. There's a story about a John boat and a river. All I'm saying is it's a good thing. Zach works out. Now. <laughs> yeah. We might end up, we might ended up three counties down. On that one. We was headed that way fast. <laughs> oh Lord. Flood current, buddy. <laughs> we got, uh, we got caught in a small riffle. Mm -hmm. so so we talked about some of your your inspirations and, and different things you know you mentioned bill dance but at the end of the day like where does it where do you pull your inspiration from who are you looking at that that drives you on the daily to to want to do this uh, my my family they definitely push me and i see them and i want to i want to provide for them. I want to, um, I want them to be able to look at me and be like, yeah, my dad did some things or yeah, my boyfriend did some things. Um, so they inspire me to do more in the fishing game. I, I really like, you know, Gerald Swindle, G-Man, Mike Iaconelli. Um, I really like how they take, you know, what they're good at, their little niche, uh, which is, you know, their personality. Granted, they know how to catch fish, um, not taking that away from them. But what has really propelled them to the next level is how they tell their story, how they communicate with people, how they engage with people. Um, I mean, they take you on an adventure, even if you're just going from a, a, a no-wake zone to, you know, check-in with Gerald Swindle. That's the best five-mile-an-hour trip you'll ever go on, and he, he will just cut you up, tear you apart, make you a whole new man. I, the dude is amazing. I love listening to him talk. He's funny. Uh, he's inspirational. And um, in the fishing realm, yeah, I'd say those two guys for sure. Um, that's who I, I get my inspiration from. And then my grandfather, uh, who passed away, unfortunately. But um, as a man, I, I, I want to be 
I want to be everything that he did. I want to be a loving husband. I want to be a loving father, um, a God-fearing man. Um, he's he's who I look up to on on a personal level. Very well said. Very well said. So <clears throat> you're out here. You're on the road. Uh, what are you fishing from this year? I mean, what is what is your what is your boat of choice for 2022? What are you what are you rolling out? What are well, you out there doing battle in? Right now, we're doing battle in the uh, Bite FD. Um, I'm, I'm going to come get that button. <laughs> so uh, that's made by Jackson Kayak. Um, in case anybody was looking for a, uh, a great boat. Uh, and I was actually today... I've got some new things going on in 2022. Um, you know, I've, I've got a bigger graph. It's got live, you know, scope on it. That takes more batteries. I'm running three cameras. That takes more batteries. So that platform, I think, might be a little small for what I need. I'm looking at that haul storage. So I might look at a big rig or something like that uh, for the remainder of the year uh, just so I can have somewhere to stick all those batteries um the bite fd is a phenomenal platform whether you're beginning beginner or an expert um i used it all last year and was very competitive in it you know you don't need to spend fifty five hundred dollars um on a kayak you can be just as competitive get everywhere you need to go in a kayak you know for sub 2500 2600 bucks and it's got the best daggum drive in the market. I can promise you that. Especially, I've, I've proved it out here today on Toledo Bend. Um, if you've never been here, there's no shortage of trees, stumps. It, it's it's like a landmine every five minutes. Uh, I was using my live scope to find trees instead of fish. I still managed to hit them, and that drive just kicks right up in the hole just like it's supposed to. Um, I run it through through the ditch and back and it, it just keeps on coming. So if you're in the market for a boat, definitely the pedal drive of the bite FD would be a phenomenal way to get into it. And who knows? I mean, you could stay with that thing for years. Right. Yeah, on, I right think, on. is that what I fished out of in, out of yours last, last summer, Chad? Actually, you fished out of the boat that he's fishing in. No, oh, no kidding. Yep. <laughs> well, I put it through its in. paces. Yeah. Yeah. He broke that one in for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I seen it. It told me thank you as soon as I sat down, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it will get up on plane. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that it will. It is a fantastic platform for sure. It is a fun boat. Yeah, it is a very yeah. Fun boat. No, it was, it was a great little boat, especially coming from what we fished in the past. It was it was awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Jason, road life. Let's let's let's. We've kind of covered these basics. We've we've hit a little bit of the backstory. Road life. I mean, let's get let's get back to the now. Yeah. You're what are some of the hurdles that you guys are that you guys are dealing with out here, man? A lot of life hurdles. You know, when when you go from a three to or four bedroom house, it's got, you know, two or three bathrooms in it, it's got a garage, it's got a shed, it's got a yard you've got all these you know creature comforts 
that a lot of people take for granted. And I, I can promise you this, when you downsize, you have to be super critical of like, okay, what's going to stay and what's going to go? Because you only got so much room. And we ain't got it perfect. You know, Nicole and I, we have a storage unit. You know, we haven't completely been able to get rid of everything. Um, but that in itself is probably the biggest the biggest thing. You, you can't have everything. Um, so you, you have to get the bare necessities, the most important stuff, and get really creative in how you store it. And... Um, <laughs> And pray you don't need to buy stuff when you're out on the road because that, that can add up real fast and get pretty expensive. Um, that eats into the budget. I mean, yeah, it, it kills them. It'll wipe out a budget real quick. I mean, it just the, the ebb and flow of gas is, you know, up in Indiana, I think when we left, it was 350 or something like that. And then you get a couple states down, it's like 299. Oh my gosh, let, you know, fill it up. I think. I, <laughs> them in the, the bite i i, I put, filled the bite up with as many gallons of gas as i could hold you know, i'm like let's let's take all the gas we can <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get into when you're out on the road as far as you know gas prices and food um it it, it gets a little little nutty in the dogs they are, are we're blessed we've got two of the best dogs you could ever have for the road for the most part they're super chill. They're super quiet. Um, but, you know, they they got bladders and they got poo-poos too. So they got to go potty. And they don't always want to wait until it's time to fill up. So mm -hmm. you, you got to – they're like little babies. You got to tend to those guys and um, carry a lot of, a lot of bags because you got to clean up that dookie right away. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? You can't leave it there. You can't just leave church truck stuff, right? Um, you can't let them out the door and be like, all right, see you later. You know, go do this. Come on back now. You, you got to go clean up because there's always going to be some camp Nazi or, uh, you know, someone at the gas station that's people watching like, you can't let your dogs do that right there. Right, right. So, that, truck well, stop, that truck stop gas station life, that's, that's a different that's realm. That's a tough man. one. That's yeah. a tough one. Wait, look. A real quick shout out to Love's Gas Station. If Love's Gas Station, <laughs> they got a thing called a Bark Park in almost all of their gas stations. So it's a little no all area. They got little poop bags and everything. Awesome. <laughs> right. Huh? Well, hey, I have to remember that. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, hey. we'll be traveling with the dog this year, so I, I I'll have to remember this. Love's Gas Station, Bark Parks. It's where it's at. Right. Speaking of the truck stop and gas station life, I mean, road food isn't isn't the greatest. And I know, you know, one of the big draws for us in fishing out of a kayak was, you know, you get rid of the gas motor, you get, you know, for the most part, you get rid of the trolling motors and stuff. You are the motor of this thing. And that alone comes along with, hey, you need to keep your, you know, your fitness and your physicality and everything in tip top shape. Right. How is it, you know, eating on the road, prepping meals, keeping the nutrition up? You know, you got several tournaments this year, so you got to be on top of your game to be able to cover some water. So right. what's that plan look like for you guys? Well, Nicole and I do a really good job at food prepping here in the camper. Now, when we're traveling, that's where our, we can veer off just a little bit here and there. 
Uh, but she does a really good job. She makes homemade trail mix, which isn't perfect, but it's way better than a roller dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, little protein balls. Um, those are delicious. And again, not perfect, but they're full of calories, good calories. You know, got some good carbs in there, a lot of protein. Um, and Zach, you're absolutely right. I'm I'm a human powered guy. Um, I don't use the trolling motors. So I, I get out what I put in basically. So when mm-hmm. I'm in the gym, when we're working out, you know, that's, that's game day, game day prep for me. And when you're out on the water practice days, I mean, I was out there for 11 hours today and my watch said I burnt 4,400 calories, but who knows? It could have been more, it could have been a little bit less, but right. you, you've got to take care of yourself. And that's a, that's a hurdle. Mm-hmm. So you got to plan ahead. It's not always super cheap to eat healthy. Um, and we got a, this, it's a little refrigerator. The Orion cooler helps out. Um, you know, it, it's a good substitute sometimes. Hold some extra meat, hold some extra drink. But uh, yeah. yeah. Especially, especially, I mean, you guys are probably, um, you're traveling without a deep freeze, I'm sure. So it's not like you can, you know, buy half a beef and throw it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, this, I mean, our freezer in this unit here, man, it, it's small. Uh, right. I've got more room in this 35 quart than I do in my freezer. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so it, you know, the ability to hold ice for, you know, eight, eight days is what I had ice in, uh, before I had to top it off on this trip. Uh, just a quick plug for the saying I'm all about coolers, but this thing's BA and you need to know that, but, um, it's a good, it's a good, uh, annex for the freezer. That's for sure. Yeah. It's a good substitute when you're on the road trying to make things work. Absolutely. Now we're talking about nutrition, but you know, the real question is, you know, when you're, when you're out here on the road like that, I mean, gyms can be few and far between and, you know, Mm -hmm. having a gym membership at a million different places, uh, just sometimes it don't make a whole lot of sense. It's a lot of extra expense. Well, those day passes will eat you alive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, just your local gym will eat you alive. But, uh, how do you, are you doing, are you working out at the, at the camper in the campgrounds? Are you going to a gym? I mean, what's, what's that look like for you guys out there? The short answer is yes, Chad. Uh, we we work out here at the camper, like Toledo Bend, for example. Um, we have a Planet Fitness memberships. Um, the black card, relatively inexpensive, about twenty two bucks a month for each of us, and and they're pretty widespread. Um, so we like to you know take advantage of those when we're in a location that has one. But like this week and a couple other stops we've got coming up this year. Uh, we don't have a plant fitness. We don't have a gym. So we've got a bunch of free weights. We've got a couple workout benches. Um, and, you know, what is that? Beach Body on Demand. So there's another plug. Beach Body on Demand. Uh, this big buff dude named Sagi. Man, he's got a good workout. <laughs> I tell you what, he'll pull you out. That shoulder day is my new worst day. Leg day. But so he's got this. <laughs> The gi six way, woo boy! It'll wear you. And shoulders are important when you're running that paddle. I'll guarantee it. Making cast all day long, yeah, mm-hmm. keep up on them shoulders. Yeah, absolutely, and it's important. I mean, that's it's an you know I'm I'm 43 years old now. I'm I'm trying to do this you know out of a kayak for at least 10, 15 more years. 
long as God and my body holds up, I, I would love to do it. So, you know, it goes back into taking care of yourself. You get out what you put in. If you 100%. put it at the gym or, you know, at the camp, at the campsite, whatever you're doing, hey, you'll, you'll get more out of it in return. And on a, another side note, real quick, the when you're out in a camper and you're moving from one place to another, you know, it's that nomad life, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing to keep your your brain from just absolutely going bonkers is, you know, I, I like things to be scheduled. I like routines as much as possible. So when Nicole and I can get into the routine where you, you can add that gym time in there, that workout time, it makes it feel more like you're at home, more like you're grounded, more like you've got you're on point. You know what I mean? So, um, having the gym time, be it at the camper or at the gym definitely helps our mental game too, while we're out here. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a, it's a great way, especially for you guys being on the road, you know, traffic running tight on schedules, managing budgets, not having all those creature comforts at home, even though, you know, the camper's great, but it's a little different than a, you know, having an actual stick built home. It's, yeah. you know, it's a great, the gym and, and fitness in general is a great stress management system for you guys too. Oh, hundred percent. So let's, let's talk about the stress. I mean, this is, this is kind of a big deal, man. Kind of a big deal. How, how are you holding up? I mean, how's the stress level? I mean, the million dollar <laughs> question, do, do, do you feel, do you feel the stress? Do you feel the pressure with, I mean, I mean, it's a big, it's a big move not to not to pressure the situation my friend but right do you feel that pressure i i definitely do feel it and you know we're our own worst critics right so i put a lot of that on myself um nicole has reassured me multiple times that it's it's you know go out have fun it's just you it's just fishing you know don't worry about you know catching a limit don't worry about catching a check um, just, you know, let it, let it go, have fun. And that's hard for me to do because I'm, this is now my job and I need to feel like I'm, I'm a provider. So I need to go out there and catch fish, get a check, you know, promote my sponsors, um, and live up to this full-time fisherman, pro fisherman, whatever you want to call me. Um, I, I need to live up to that. And when I don't do well or I don't perform well, um, it's it's a whole nother game. It's, this is Bella. It's a whole whole different game when, when it's your job than it, when it's like the weekend club tournament. Uh, it's, it's a whole nother level of stress. And I, I, I care about what people think too. You know, they're like, oh, there's Jason Cassidy. He fishes full time and he finished in 50th place out of 200 people. He's pretty average. He, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want people to look down on me or think bad of me or anything like that. I mean, image shouldn't matter. Um, but hey, let's face it, it does. And so there's a lot of pressure. Definitely. Do you, do you have for 2022? let's just focus on let's just focus on the one trail because we know you're fishing you're fishing the bos you're fishing all of it right yeah yeah so what what's your in what's your goal where do you want to be kind of at the end of the season and and where do you 
where do you feel comfortable guesstimating yourself at by the end of the year? Well, at, just like last year, um, I wanted to qualify for their tournament of champions, which is a top 50, um, which I made that last year when it was a big accomplishment. So I definitely want to get back to that. I want to make it again this year. Uh, but I, I would like to better it. You know what I mean? I would like to um, finish a lot of these tournaments out. You know, I'll, I'll do really good one day and then like meh, kind of fall off on the second day. You know, you go from being in the money to, you know, a 15th or 20th place finish um, where it looks, sounds good. You know, it's a huge letdown to me. So I, I would like to qualify for the tournament of champions. I would like to, you know, finish in the top 10 in AOI would be my ultimate goal and hopefully win or one or two of these things would be fantastic. Yeah. And, and, you know, the BOS is, is grown. It's grown a lot since we just talked, we talked on Friday, I believe. Yeah. And man, the events have, they've sold out a hundred thousand dollar payout. And, and I mean, Man, that adds that adds to the flavor of this whole mix. I mean, it it's got to get you a little bit more jazzed up to go out there and compete. Oh, it definitely does, and it it's you know it it's we we talked about budgeting. I mean, that, that's added a, a whole new level to the budget too. You know, because oh, yeah. these tournaments are coming up, and if you don't drop that two sixty five in the first couple hours, yeah, and you're, you're having to drop it right now, and that. Man, that's all changed since Friday. I mean, yeah, I, I meant to text you earlier this or earlier today or yesterday and ask you about that because I mean, I know that's gotta, it's gotta add extra yeah. to the whole deal, man. You know, I, so you're you're prepaying ahead of time for all these tournaments, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big commitment right there. And yeah. it just kind of catch Zach up. I mean, it it's literally went from like the last couple of days where you just lotty dollar register. You could wait probably close up to the last minute as Jason can right. tell you, but right. all of a sudden this thing just in the matter of what, two days, Jason just yeah. blew up, man. And, and hundred thousand dollar payouts and these tournaments are selling out so fast. I mean, like Jason said, two hours and, and it's yeah. Dundee. I mean, if you're not, yeah. not there with cash in hand, you're out. Yeah. hundred K is a big motivator. So that <laughs> you call a sign up. Uh, they released it uh, Friday at 12, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and I hustled in, you know, off the water because so, I've got a good Wi-Fi spot here and had my laptop up. And at 12 o'clock, I logged on to Attorney X and it wasn't on there. I'm like, oh, so I logged back off and logged back on and boop, it was on there. Went through the whole PayPal system and I was done and signed up at 12.02. I was boat number 54. <laughs> wow. I'm like, holy crap. By 1202. Well, yeah. and, and being on the road, it's a good thing you were in a spot where you had service. Oh, I know. I, and, <laughs> you know, this whole deal went crazy. And uh, Santee Cooper, which is the next tournament, I'm hoping somebody drops out because I actually missed out on signing up for that one. It, oh, wow. Nicole sent me a text. She's like, man, they're like at a... 60 or 70 signed up. I'm like, wow, it's, it's going pretty quick. And I saw AJ's message on uh, the BOS Facebook page. And it said only 120 spots left. I'm like, well, I better sign up when I get home. So three hours later, I get back to the, the camper and went to sign up. And 
a buddy of mine said, sent me a text. He's like, did you get in this tournament? I'm like, no, I'm getting ready to sign up now. He said, and it's sold out. I'm like, what? How, what? Uh, How's that possible? Hmm. And it, you know, these things are crazy. So I, wow. I imagine we'll probably see most of them, if not all of them, I think most of them will sell out. And that's going to make that TOC getting AOI points is going to be tough. They've never done this before as right. far as all out. Um, you know, so you, you could finish mid pack at a hundred and get one point. And yep. that's, that's tough when mid pack before you could have got 25, 30 points. Um, now you get one or none. Or, so yeah, that dilutes, that dilutes it down quite a bit. It does. So if you make the angler of the year, the t- tournament champions for the BOS this year, um, you're, you're, you really earned it. I think. It's going to be a little bit tougher. Yeah, top fifty uh, out of two hundred boats throughout the season. I mean, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good task, man. I mean, that's something to be proud of at the end of the day. I think for anybody that's that's fishing that series, and you know, good luck to them all. I think uh, I think it's great. It's it's good to see kayak fishing coming along that far. I mean, it was just a short time ago. You know, it, kayak tournaments were. We're just getting started, and I mean, here you are selling out events, and you know these these events are growing every single year. You know, you've got the Bass Open, you've got the Bass Nation Kayak Series, you've got the BOS, and then you've got the KBF, and and all three trails, just like in the big boat world, they're offering something that's just a just a little bit different that draws draws different crowds. Yeah. Um, so why why the BOS series over some of the others? Um. I like what AJ and Steve Fields and uh, Cody Prather is coming along uh, to help out AJ this year. I like how they put on a tournament for the anglers. It's not just for the business side of it. Um, the competition, the quality of competition is probably hands down the stiffest. Um, and it's, it's human powered. Um, you can use a motor during practice and whatnot, but uh, when when game day comes up, it's it's you and the fish, and it's I, th- I think there's no purer way to do it um, than the way the BOS does it. And um, let's face it, they, they do some really cool really cool waters, a lot of bucket list lakes uh, for a lot of people. It's just well run. Uh, we're gonna fish some of the KBF stuff this year too. Um, as like you mentioned, as well as the, the Bassmaster, but uh, the BOS I think is the creme de la creme of kayak tournament fishing. So that's where we're going to have our highest focus on for sure. Right on, awesome. So when you're when you're out here, you're you're doing these tournaments, and you know these entry fees are are coming up so fast now, um, which is crazy on its own not to mention road life higher gas prices higher food prices than we've seen in a long time but how are you supplementing your income i mean is it just tournaments i mean or or do you have something along the way that's helping you and nicole as you go through this well we definitely take donations you know so (laughs) if if you come up to an intersection, only fans out there, <laughs> go ahead and put twenty spot in the cup. But but no, um, you know, sponsorships 
and stuff help out a lot. We're doing, we're going to be launching a YouTube channel um, here in the next couple of weeks. Um, that's going to have a lot of cool, fun content on it that hopefully that will help out um, with some monetary supplementation. Uh, but when we're at home, um, Black Dog Brewery in Mooresville, Indiana, um, Jeremy and Tiffany Coots, they run that place. And it's, it's a super fun, awesome place to go work, hang out. I, um, you know, it's, it's not even a job. I, I go in there and hang out and talk to people, serving beer. I go deliver the beer. Um, so whenever I'm not on the road, whenever I'm at home, you know, I'll go work for them. That helps out. Um, definitely helps cover some of that gas bill for sure. And then um, we've got a nonprofit uh, that takes up a little bit of our time as well um, that we're, we've got it up and growing. So we stay pretty busy. So hopefully the tournament life will help out. Those checks will come in from some of these tournaments. Uh, sponsor money helps out a lot. Nicole works her butt off. Um, I can't say enough about her and what she does. Her nine to five, you know, behind the desk here definitely makes life a lot easier. And then, you know, after five o'clock, she, she punches in and she's full on for Jason Cassidy fishing. She's, she does marketing. She does media. She, she was editing videos all night last night. So she, she is, uh, she's a trooper for sure. Right on. Right on, man. So, supplementing your income. I mean, we talked a little bit about a float there. Can you let's let's tell the people I know what a float is, but yeah. let's let's tell everybody a little bit more about a float. I think it's a that's a great segue into that, and and you know it's something I know you and Nicole both are definitely proud of, and I'm I'm proud of it. I've got to be a part of you know, one of your guys' events, and uh, I think it's a great thing. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, a float stands for a family life outdoors achieves togetherness. Um, basically, a quick backstory of it, you know, me and the girls, my, my kids, we were out to a Chinese restaurant. And, you know, before we ate dinner, we all held hands and we prayed, just like we do for any dinner. And this guy come over a little bit later and said, you know, I, I think you're the best father I've ever seen. I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> you know, I was yelling at this kid five minutes ago. And he said, no, but you, you like put up your phones, you prayed and you just enjoyed each other's company. He said, I think that's awesome. I'm like, well, I, I thought that's what everybody did, especially if you're going to go out and have a meal, you know, you're going to pay for something. You're going to enjoy it. So, got to look it around and there's all these people at every restaurant we went to for the next couple weeks you, you just see them da, 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 get on their phones and then i'd get home and i'd see my kids on their phone i'd see me on my phone and it's like, man we've got an issue here we need to take time to you know unplug from our electronic devices and reconnect with each other um and that's where it floats came about so we we take families fishing uh hiking camping boating anything anything to get them outdoors put their phones up and hang out with each other make some memories um 
like a lot of us, you know, used to when we were kids. I mean, my, some of my best memories growing up were at the campground or fishing in a creek, you know, anything that you could do outdoors, I think has just a, an incredible way to connect families together. I don't know a better way to say it than it's, it's just a, the best platform to make fathers and daughters and husbands and wives and everybody, everybody just seems to connect better when they're outside. So we wanted to try to provide that for everybody, rich, poor, it doesn't matter. Um, and just introduce people to different areas outside disc golf fishing it's amazing how many people have never held a fishing rod and caught a fish it, it blew my mind that that those people exist so mm -hmm. um and to see the transformation you know from a family that has never done it go to one of our clinics and then tell you a story how oh you know we all went fishing this past weekend and we didn't catch anything, but it was so much fun. We got all these pictures, and uh, we can't wait to do it again. It, I, it's, it's just awesome. Um, and it in a crazy world that we live in that's full of electronics and full of garbage stuff on the media, it's it's nice to kind of take that step back and um, just, you know, reconnect with your family. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the day that uh, we was all up there uh, in Greenwood working – at the afloat event, you know, the best, the best part of it was the smiles and, and these kids catching fish for the first time. I mean, some of them, and you know, you had a little, little competition going on, of course, see who could catch the most. You guys had a ringer out there. That's oh, for sure, man. He was landing. Landing. Yeah. He's, His name is burned. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had like 30 fish in two hours. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, this kid, you know, flipped out there and he, he got it figured out pretty quick, you know, that the fish were holding in about seven foot of water, about 10 feet further than everybody else was casting. So he slipped that bobber down a little deeper. He flipped out there. And I mean, he was literally had a fish in and took a, another pole while his coach was helping him get it off, flipped out there and he had another fish. I mean, he had two fish <laughs> with two poles at one time, and these kids are just looking at him like, I mean, you got to give it to the kid. He's just a natural talent. So we, we, we're going to sign him up for the uh, KFL Indianapolis Knights. He's an awesome <laughs> Right on, right on. Let's give a quick shout-out to the boys down there in Panama listening to us tonight. We've got James <laughs> McBee. We've got Jameson. We've got Brooks and Will. Them boys are down there in Panama having a good time. Somebody didn't have a passport, so I, they're sitting at man. they're sitting in snowy Indiana. <laughs> they're sitting in there hitting a goofy yeah. red button. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the button. I was noticing some of the yeah. <laughs> don't don't advertise it. I'll hit it every time. Oh, I, I was as I was watching the comments come in, I wanted to remind anybody if they got any questions to go ahead and if they've got any questions to go ahead and lean down into the comments, we're going to have a section for that here in a little bit. But uh, talking about a float, you know, for a, a lot of these folks getting out, unplugging, getting outdoors and some of these skills, you know, whether it be hunting, fishing, camping, whatever, you know, for a lot of them, it's a barrier to entry, a barrier to entry. And they don't know, you know, how to even get started. So it's awesome to have programs like that for those, you know, those folks to get out and learn how to get involved and kind of pick up some life skills, you know, that they yeah. may have never otherwise learned. Yeah, we take it for granted a lot of times, you know, the little things in life that, 
you you just assume everybody knows how to you know go bait a hook and wet a line you know what i mean or you know especially when that's how you grew up you know you just you don't know any different just like they don't know any different exactly exactly so you know some some take to it some don't it might not be for everybody but you know give them the opportunity to make a, a cho- make a choice you know that's that's all we can do yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. well and and having guys like yourself that are experienced and you know like-minded and even killed and just positive attitude to get out there with those folks those those are the good you know the good types of people for them to learn from so it's awesome to have programs like that out there well we definitely appreciate that and uh yeah you you guys you know definitely more than more than welcome to come back and help us out again in the future the kids would love to have you out so yeah i'd love to do it absolutely it's uh, it's a good time i think you know like i said man putting the smile on those kids face i think I think that goes a long way and, and seeing everybody off their phone for a little bit, man, it's just a great peace of mind. I, I know I enjoy putting mine down from time to time and you know, you just want, you just want everybody to have that experience. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we go out and do, you know, our hunts in the fall out West, we do a back trap backpack trip in for about nine days or so. And you know, there's, there's times throughout the day we have some service, you know, we jump on checking with the family, you know, may throw an update up on social, but for the most part, we're, you know, we're unplugged for most of the day unless we're checking GPS to make sure we don't get lost. Uh, so it's, you know, that's a, a refreshing week just to get out there and kind of forget about the phone for a little bit and, and just chill and kind of reconnect with nature. So, well, it's, uh, I think it's time. I think it is time for the five questions. I told you there's going to be some good news. All right. <laughs> Five questions with Jason Cassidy. <laughs> Step on a little closer to the microphone and let the people hear you. What you got, player? What I got. <laughs> so here it is. Justin Rendor. Do you think Hobie is going to allow kayak motors in a few years? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, is, that, is that the way the, the majority is trending? Do they all, do they want the motors? I would say yes. I I would say probably yes. Um, I I would like to see it stay human powered personally, but you know you can't really get in the way of evolution's going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, so in a couple years, I could, I could probably see that. Well, and it it becomes a an inclusivity type thing where you know somebody with a a bum elbow or shoulder issue or something like that may not be able to paddle and cover as much ground if they still want to get out and compete. And we've, we've seen that. There's been some comments on, on different, uh, on, on the BOS Facebook page of, you know, some people just don't have the physical ability, um, to pedal or paddle a kayak. And so they're limited. Um, now the argument could be made well go fish the kbf or go fish the bass master um but you you want to accommodate everybody and be equal opportunity uh kayakers so i i would say you know in a, a year or two it it wouldn't surprise me if they did allow motors and if they did great I'd, I'd be all for it it also doesn't sound like they're having a problem selling out on tournaments either at the moment so <laughs> don't fix it right so i mean right that's a good argument for the bos is you know 
Or why should we? All right. Question number two. Coming at you live tonight from Stacy Dishman. <laughs> She's just curious, Jason. What bucket? <laughs> what bucket list lakes have you done, and what is still on the bucket list? Hmm. Well, Toledo Bend was a bucket list lake for sure. Um, lake St. Clair, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I've never fished it. And that might come as a surprise since I live up in Indiana, but um, I haven't fished St. Clair. And that's probably my biggest bucket list lake right now get up there and catch some of those little brown footballs running around i would like love to down. just cast a tube out and let god blow me wherever he wants to go and <laughs> no, it's my run right big old slam slam four pounders all day yeah, yeah i've heard nothing <laughs> about it it's it it looks like a really good time as long as it's not too windy so right right question number three come to you live from the world of youtube Twisted neck off-road, which sounds like something me and Zach would totally do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you need to be a pro to register in these tournaments? No, you do not. It's um, it's Bass Open Series, um, which means anybody, any boat, any any level of know-how. I mean, if if you got two hundred and sixty-five dollars in a tournament legal vessel. Um, sign up you know there's nothing that says you can't um there is no well i guess kbf has got a new the pro tour that they're they're working on um where you have to qualify for it but other than that bass master um the bass open series and kbf uh, they've all got tournaments that you know any any skill set any any level can sign up and go out there and fish um, and compete with pros it's pretty cool i mean it's it's not every day you can go out there and compete against you know like a christine fisher or guillermo gonzalez um, and never have fished a tournament before in your life uh, you can't do that in the basketball world i can promise you that it's not every day oh well, Mike Iaconelli, you can fish up against him too on, on the BOS. So you you can't do that in a bass boat. You can't just go sign up and fish up against Kevin Van Dam or something like that. So another another plug to go fish a kayak tournament. So yes, you don't need to be a pro, twisted neck. Just go out there and do your thing. Go have fun. All right, question number four coming to you live from Facebook. <laughs> you may know this person. Are you ready? Jerry Cassidy. Oh, was the first <laughs> was the fish you got from Daly the start of your career? Mm. So Russell Daly is Jerry Cassidy's former boss and good friend, and he's got this big pond, small lake in uh, over by Mooresville, and that was my first big bass and. Who knows, it might not have been that big. I'm looking back at it now, but I took a night crawler and I chunked that dude out there and it, it absolutely inhaled it, it hammered it. Um, that definitely got me in the in the bass 
I, I needed that I never felt a fish like that before. So yes, Jerry Cassidy, aka Dad, I love you. Uh, for the folks at home, yeah, it's not a coincidence. But yeah, I think that bass over at Russell Daly's pond definitely uh, ignited a fire within me that still burns today. Well, good deal, good deal. He said I can LA and folks at home within about five minutes of each other. <laughs> <laughs> folks at home. It's like Peter. folks at home. <laughs> All right, last question. Question number five. Worst truck stop experience ever. Let's have it. <laughs> Give it to the people. Oh, man. There's so many bad truck stop experiences. But we were in Kentucky, somewhere in between Glasgow and nowhere. And, and that's the land of my people. Come on. Gosh. So we had to get gas. It, it was to that point. It's like, man, I, I cannot make it anymore. I'm looking and your your needle's going did it and then it starts making the noise and pops up on your dash like low fuel like really no kidding I knew that so finally we rolled up on this spot there's one gas station there's one rundown hotel it's got boards and stuff on it and there's like I don't want to it it's an adult novelty store but not the name brand one it's like the great value of <laughs> <laughs> and it's all run probably by the one guy that owns the, the one gas station we, we, we roll up in there and you know the first pump is is not working but it's not labeled it's not working because the bag fell off and was on the ground and when you have an rv that's really cumbersome and not fun so we slide over we get remaneuvered we're like okay fine we made it we didn't run out of gas so i'm pumping gas well two lanes over at the other island there's an impromptu rap video going on and these guys just like in there with his camera like filming his buddies like doom, 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 doom. i don't even know what he was saying but his pants were three quarters away to to the ground and it was it was crazy it was very uncomfortable um the gas was overpriced and they didn't have any coffee <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted a cup of coffee. I mean, I, the rap show was free, uh, <laughs> but I would I would have paid a small portion for a good cup of Joe. But yeah, no, no. when driving down 65, stop in E-Town or stop at that place with this gun gun mountain or whatever. But in, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a sketchy little spot. I know, so where you're I know where you're at. Yeah. Don't oh, stop. Yeah, yeah don't stop kitty catch me out don't don't go there <laughs> <laughs> all right oh my that does it for five questions with our boy jason cassidy man thanks for being a sport thanks for the fans that sent in the questions we appreciate you guys you know when we uh we started this podcast we was joking friday that there's only going to be three people listening there's going to be our moms Jason was worried that he might not get picked up after practice. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this has been a great conversation. We are closing in on the one-hour mark. So, Jason, without further ado, it's shout-out time, my friend. Oh, we thank, thank who you need to thank. 
Shout out how you need to shout out. Let everyone know where they can find you and follow you. Yeah, let's hear it to the people. You can find me at uh, Facebook and Insta and uh, the Twits and all of the social medias. Jason Cassidy Fishing. That's C-A-S-S-E-T-T-Y. It's at the bottom of your screen right there. Uh, Just add fishing to the end of it. We'll have a YouTube channel that we're going to launch. I would like to thank Black Dog Brewery for their their fine beers, so Ryan Coolers. Uh, Rogue Disc, we talked a little bit about disc golf. If you guys want to get outside and have fun with your family with like zero dollars involved, I mean, most of these courses are free, uh, go to roguedisc.com. They can get you anything you want from pro to amateur. Um, Best disc prices best service in town for sure um jackson kayak for providing a great platform for me to fish out of i would like to thank my girlfriend nicole because without her she i would do be nowhere right she she does everything she does a lot more and she gives herself credit for so i want to make sure she gets all the kudos uh love to thank my friends my family my mom my dad um my grandparents, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'd like to thank everybody. I'd like to thank you guys for having me on. Um, this is a fantastic platform. We talked about supplementing income. I want to thank you guys because every, the guests don't know it ahead of time right now that uh, are going to come on the show. But Chad and Zach brought me on to set this standard, the bar, really up. <laughs> Right. So I I get a little kickback every time the next guest comes on and they're like, Man, it was way better than that Jason Cassidy, dude. Uh, apparently you're not too familiar with your hosts. <laughs> so when 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 Jameson or you know, Gene or somebody gets on here like, Oh my gosh, they're so much better than that first guy. That's gonna cost him fifty dollars and I'm gonna be all right. No, 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 man. You well, man, did great. You did great, man, and it it has been our pleasure having you as our first guest on the Orion Podcast, man. You made it easy, you made it breezy, yeah. and, and we we appreciate you, man. We do. So we are going to talk to you later. Hang out, and uh, we're going to close this thing out, buddy. So we will talk soon. Sounds good, guys. You guys, thank have you, a Jason. We'll do. We'll talk to you in a minute. All right, man. That's it. Podcast number one is in the books, and I don't think we burnt the joint down. It doesn't sound I mean, we still got about 20 people. So, that's, you know, they didn't, <laughs> yeah, they I mean, didn't, they didn't leave than, in the first five minutes of the show. That was more than just our three moms watching. I mean, I think we did okay. Yeah. So, under, under promise and over, deli- or over promise and under deliver. I don't know. We, we got one of them. We did something. <laughs> <laughs> we went live on Facebook and the YouTube. Just a yeah. couple, just a couple country boys from the middle of nowhere, Indiana. Um, but seriously, thanks for everybody that come on tonight. Uh, watch this thing. We have another one. So this podcast is every two weeks. Um, so our next one is going to be the 22nd, I believe. Um, and we have got Nick Trout. Nick Trout. Nick Trout. Yep. He is our, he is our, going come on, talk to us. Everything from filming their TV show, The Great Family Adventure, whitewater kayaking. We might even talk to him about trail running. I mean, you just never know. I mean, it's going to be a great conversation. Camera We're excited fishing about and it. fitness. That that sounds like us. So. 
Yeah, that's us, man. So thank you guys. Thank everybody that, that came on and watched tonight. Zach and I both appreciate it. Jason appreciates it. And uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Get outside and play. Yes, sir.